You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. More experience, more reps. We know the team we're playing. We've played them a bunch, and so I'm sure they're going to have some wrinkles off of things that that they've shown us in the past, whether it was last game or you know, the playoffs last year, because they know that they're going to be studying that all, all three of these games just like we are. So you know, we're going to have to be ready for anything. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Thursday. The voice there of Joe Burrow as he gets set for the AFC Championship game, Chiefs and the Bengals on Sunday. The odds right now over at BetMGM, which were presented by Chiefs minus one. Let's talk about that game and the NFC game with our guy Paul Charchian, the guillotineleagues.com, and of course KFAN in Minnesota. He's on the buythephoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit buythephoenix.com to learn more. Charch. Let's start with Burrow and the Chiefs against uh, Burrow and the Bengals against the Chiefs. Third time they've seen each other. What, what have you taken away from the last three matchups, right? Props-wise, style-wise, it feels like Jamar Chase has done very well against this Chiefs team. We know the Bengals have won these games. They've been close to it. What, what do you take away from the yeah. last three meetings within the last you know year or so? Well, I mean, one, I think one of the biggest takeaways is intangible, that you know that they're not going to show up in Arrowhead and be intimidated by the surroundings and be intimidated by Patrick Mahomes and the team that they're playing against. And that that counts for a lot. And it, you know, it's, you know, if you could quantify that into points, most teams roll into Arrowhead and they're, they're already seven-point underdogs just because of the surroundings and, and who they're playing. And that's not going to be that's not going to be the case for the Bengals, and that's that's one of the angles that I think we I think that we've got a little bit of an of an angle with, particularly with at least a couple of guys that, that I think we can we can work with. Jarek McKinnon is somebody that I think we can focus on with a a, a line that I that I think is very uh, one that we can optimize. He's sitting at thirty and a half rushing yards. Mm-hmm. That line felt really high to me the, the moment I saw it. So I did a little digging into Jarek McKinnon. And let's get this out of the way. We're going to go under, by the way, the 30 and a half rushing yards. In the earlier mat- matchup, you're talking about the previous meetings. Week 13, he ran for 51 yards. That has pushed this line way up higher than it ought to be. Every other trend of Jarek McKinnon is under. Let's talk about it. First, he's been under the 31 yards he needs here in four straight games, the whole last month, and 16 of his 19 games this season have been under 31 rushing yards. McKinnon's three games with the 31 rushing yards or more, he got at least eight carries in those games. And the Chiefs are underdogs. I don't think this is going to be like a run out of the clock, run the clock out kind of situation where they're going to get a lot of extra runs in this game. doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like that's coming here, a blowout. And um, Cincinnati's a great run defense. So that's the other part. By the way, three of his last four games, I mentioned were under 31 yards. He's got a seven rushing yard game, a four rushing yard game, and a six rushing yard game in the last month. That's it for McKinnon. And Cincinnati's run defense. Guys, 
It's great. Quietly one of the best in the NFL, and especially lately, sensing McKinnon in week 13. The Bengals are giving up 3.4 yards per carry to runners. And that, at 3.4 yards per carry, McKinnon's going to need 10 carries to hit the over. He virtually never gets 10 carries. So there's a lot of reasons to think McKinnon's not going to get near the 30 and a half rushing yards. Okay, I, I don't know how you feel about Mahomes and the trust. And we saw the overreaction in the betting market yesterday. It got to as high as Cincinnati minus mm. two and a half. Then a, a sharp group came in. They bet it down to one and a half. And then people see Mahomes stretching and right. walking the videos. To, the, yeah. to the podium, off the podium, without a boot. And then all of a sudden, Kansas City is the favorite once again. So uh, do you feel mm. strongly that Mahomes will finish this game? Uh, where is he going to go in the outside? Is he going to keep it close to the line of scrimmage? Any, any players you like on the Chiefs side? So uh, Chiefs side, I'm nervous about uh, most of their players. Here's the, my – when you think about great – think about just mentally, think about great Patrick Mahomes moments. How many of those happen in the pocket? I mean, yeah. so many of the wizardry and the things that make him so special have come when he's extending plays. I don't know how much of that's going to happen. You know, certainly this, the foot speed's going to be down. You know, he's, you know, I'm not saying he'll never, never scramble and he'll never, never move laterally or anything, but it's not going to be the same for sure. That extended plays aren't going to hit. And, and that means it's going to be shorter in the pocket stuff. The guys who are really going to suffer the downfield receivers, like a Marquez Veldez, Scantling, dead to me. Cole, uh, Michael Hardman, if he goes, dead to me. Guys that have made their made their mark on big downfield plays, used, a lot of the times using speed, those things come on extended plays, and we're not going to get those with Patrick Mahomes. Mm. On the other side, with the Bengals here in this game, Jamar Chase has four touchdowns in the three games against the, the Chiefs the last couple of years. Uh, but Burrow's shown an ability the last couple of games. I mean, he'll get the ball out quickly, so it's not as much deep passing down the field. What do you think on the Bengals' side on how the props might go? I mean, is this a Chase game? Is it a Higgins game? Mixon has run better, I think, in the last stage of the season than he did early in the season. What are you looking at when it comes to the Bengals' side of props here? Yeah, and there are there are a couple of Bengals. You know, Higgins coming off an abnormally quiet game, but you know we know that he can carry this entire passing offense if he needs to. You know, his line's only 55 and a half. <clears throat> that feels highly favorable against a very suspect pass defense. Chiefs' run defense is far better than their pass defense is. And Joe Mixon has been absolutely ordinary this year. There's going to be a ton of volume coming. So <clears throat> I lean over, excuse me, on most of the Bengals receivers. T. Higgins in particular feels like one you can cash in on. Uh, Charge, uh, uh, back on the Chiefs side before we go over to the NFC Championship game. Uh, did you mention the Chiefs tight end that uh, you do like a prop on, yes. but not the one people are thinking of? Correct. So we can make just as much money on Travis Kelsey as we can on Noah Gray, right? So let's hit Noah Gray for a second. Noah Gray has topped. His line, by the way, is over 10.5 yards. So let's go mm -hmm. over Noah Gray, 10.5 yards, a line he's hit. Nine of the last 10 games. And we could just stop there. The Noah Gray's hit 10 and a half yards in nine of the last 10 games. But Bengals are also giving up the eighth most catches to tight ends, the seventh most yards to tight ends. Last week, Dawson Knox led the Bills in receptions and receiving yards. And here's some backup tight ends just recently that have topped 11 yards against Cincinnati. And these are just the backups. I'm not talking about starters. Week 18, somebody named Charlie Kohler hit the over. Week 17 was the DeMar Hamlin game. Week 16, John Smith. Week 15, Kate Otten. And before that, 
Noah Gray himself topped 11 yards against Cincinnati. So I love the Noah Gray angle here. Nobody talks about him. The lines never move on these. They can set the line wrong on these invisible players like Noah Gray, and the lines don't move. We can win just mm-hmm. as much money on them. We're talking to Paul Charchian here as we get set for a championship weekend. All right, let's move to the Eagles and the Niners on Sunday. And I'm curious, Paul, before we get to the props and, and your props on this one and, and your thoughts on how they might go, we'll give us a, I think a tell on this. But what kind of game are you expecting? Because we have two outstanding offenses that at times this year were averaging 30 points per game, right? Niners had a run of 34 on average for about two months. And the Eagles score a lot. But we also have the two top defenses in yards per play allowed in the NFL. Do, we, do you think we're getting a lower scoring game this week? Or are the offenses going to win and we get some points? The individual matchups suggest lower scoring game coming on both sides of the ball, and you're going to get that from the three props I'm going to recommend that are all modest and unders. And we're going to we're going to we're looking at not a lot of yards and not a lot of scoring in this game because the defenses are overwhelming and pre- predominantly these teams, both offenses, haven't seen a lot of great defenses. I think they're I think they're both of these offenses are in for a bit of a shock when they get on the field and they're not able to do what they were to. I mean, Brock Purdy, you know, God love him, and it's been a great story. But what a primrose path to the NFC Championship game to get Seattle and then the Cowboys. You know, this is a the delta between those teams defensively and what he's up against here is remarkable. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, so let's let's stick with Purdy on that side. You're right, and we've all been talking about it for a number of weeks, and we were wrong a lot of the time because we've Mm -hmm. been waiting. We've been waiting for Purdy to face some pressure. He saw that pressure last week against the Cowboys. Eagles, 70 sacks in the regular season. So you would expect that he's going to face that pressure once again at one of the top defenses in the NFL in back-to-back weeks. How do you think he's going to respond? We're going to go under 220. This is a, I feel like this is a fairly broken line. It's, He's been under that line, by the way, five of the last of his eight NFL games. And this is going to continue here, I'm confident. And the, the times, the three games he's gone over 220 yards were against teams that averaged 15th in pass defense. And here comes arguably the best de- pass defense in the league. Get this, 13 of the last 14 quarterbacks to face Philly have failed to hit 220 yards. Worse, they're not even close. They're averaging 183 passing yards per game. That's what the Eagles are giving up. That's almost 40 yards under the line here. Philadelphia's pass defense is amazing. This, you know, Don't take my word for it. Here's the numbers. They're number one in net passing yards per game. They're number two in gross passing yards per game. They're number one in sack percentage. They're number one in yards per pass attempt. They're number one in pass rush by pro football focus. And they're number five in pass coverage by pro football focus. This you've been waiting for the other shoe to drop on Brock Purdy. Here it is. Here's mm-hmm. the other shoe. Yeah, and that those numbers, I mean, it's 
it, the, the gap, what you just mentioned there, that's the most remarkable part. Like, all right, they're number one. What does that mean? But they're, like you said, they're 40 yards clear of other teams in terms of passing yards per game. Yeah. That, that's a crazy amount. So when we t- you talk about Purdy, how about the receivers for the Niners? Would you also go under Ayuk? Which, which receiver do you think might be left out of whatever yards he does throw for? Yeah, and I looked at these receivers a lot trying to find the best angle. And Avante Maddox is a slot quarterback for the Eagles. He may or may not play in this game. If you there was going to be an over to find, it would be whoever's going to run from the slot the most, and that's usually Juwan Jennings or Debo Samuel. The guy who runs out of the slot the least of the other starters is Brandon Ayuk. And this is the guy we're going to focus on for our under 45 and a half yards. Here's why. You never want to have take a receiver on an over who's going up against James Bradbury, cornerback, because he's awesome. And he and Ayuk is going to run most often against James Bradbury. Let's talk about Bradbury. Last week, Bradbury gave up three yards in his coverage for the game. And over the last eight games, which is a long sample size, a two-month sample size in the NFL, Bradbury's allowing 17 yards per game. And Ayuk primarily runs that side of the field. But even if he flips to the other side of the field, now he's going on the sleigh ride. It's Darius Slay. Nobody wants the sleigh ride. He gives up just 28 yards per game in his coverage. There's just no easy matchups. Individual cornerback matchups for Ayuk to exploit. Out of all of the receivers, if you're going to go under on one of them, take Brandon Ayuk. All right, let's go to the Philadelphia side. Uh, nobody expects them to uh, to run like they did one week ago against uh, this Niners front. Wow, I mean, Kenneth Gainwell, I think he was like 100 to 1 to lead uh, the division around in rushing. That's exactly wow. uh, what yeah. he did. Uh, now, you've got a Gainwell prop, but, but don't just follow last week and go to the rushing yards. What do you say, Charge? Yeah, we're going to go receiving yards. You only have to get to seven and a half receiving yards. In a nutshell, if you think the Eagles are going to complete one pass to a running back, just one, in this entire game, then you got to take Kenneth Gainwell over seven and a half yards. Miles Sanders and Boston Scott do not catch. They never get targeted. They don't catch. It is Gainwell's the only guy who catches a pass among their runners. He's been targeted at least once in eight straight games. And Gainwell has posted seven or more yards in six of the past seven games, receiving yards. Again, we're just talking receiving here. And here's the best part. For as great as we all know the Niners' defense is, this is their one weakness. They rank 26th in receptions allowed to running backs. They rank 16th in yards allowed to running backs. The average game against San Francisco, running backs through the air, five receptions for 34 yards. Guys, I need one-fifth of that. I need one reception for eight yards. That's it. That's all I need. I need one-fifth of what San Francisco normally gives up. So I love Gainwell over seven and a half receiving yards. That's a good one. That's interesting that, that you found the weakness. Yeah. I'm curious, Church, what you think about Jalen Hurts and his potential rushing this week. So you go through the Niners, you said it, they don't have many weaknesses. One over the last couple of years, we've seen some quarterbacks run on them. Mariota did it earlier this season. Last year, Jalen Hurts, and it was very early in last season, he had 80 yards rushing against the Niners. Do you think this is the kind of game, and I'm just picturing third and six, tight coverage, Jalen Hurts takes off and tries to move the chains. Do you think this is the kind of game we see more Hurts rushing last week in the 30s? First game, he kind of was willing to take contact since the shoulder injury in, in early December. Do you think Hurts uh, has a big game on the ground? It, any Clearly, any play can turn into a big game, uh, game. But let's note the Niners gave up the fourth fewest quarterback rushing yards on the season last year. Didn't see a lot of, of big rushing quarterbacks other than Justin Fields in week one, but that was the monsoon game. And Fields right. wasn't still, you know, that game doesn't really even count that much. 
They did give up a 50-yard rushing game to Marcus Mariota as one of the only other really mobile quarterbacks that they faced all year. So you know they didn't see many rushing quarterbacks, and so we don't have a ton of data to go on here, but the 50 yards from Mariota is certainly an indicator, and I think we're going to get a ton of rushing from Hurts. This is what makes Hurts special, and it what's really drives much of the entire Eagles offense schematically. Trying to get your running backs to on big games against the 49ers is really, really difficult, but you can break down that defense a lot by forcing them to have to main, figure out the RPO on the fly as they as they try to run hurts a lot. You don't know if he's going to hand off or not. There's going to be it opens up a lot of angles for this defense, and I do think we're I do think we're going to get a fair amount of rushing. You know the trends again. 49 is obviously a very good defense, but man, I'd I'd much rather have the over on Hertz's rushing numbers because any play could be a big gain, and I don't want to sit through that whole game just hoping he doesn't break one off. That's no fun. Charge, we have less than thirty seconds. What's the Super Bowl matchup? Uh, I've got I've got the Eagles winning and I've got the Bengals winning. I, I know the line has flipped in the last few hours, right? Are we, you know, mm-hmm. so we're now talking about yeah, the Chiefs as the as the as the favorite here. But uh, I don't know that I think Mahomes. I think you contain Mahomes enough in the pocket, and and that's going to be enough to to give the Bengals the opportunity here. Worried about that offensive line. They held up great last week, but can they do it two weeks in a row with that injured offensive line for the Bengals? Still, I'll take Bengals. I like the fact that they're not intimidated. Yeah, I do too. It would be a fun Super Bowl if we get it. Paul Charchian on the buythephoenix.com guest on the Phoenix A Revolutionary Technology, helping men all across America back to their best in the bedroom. Visit buythephoenix.com to learn more. Weekend specials, leaders. That's next on the BeckQL Network.